Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Georgie. Welcome to Dead Dove, a fan fiction podcast. A fan fiction podcast or a podcast about fan fiction? Hmm. Why not both? Okay. Um, what are we doing? <laughs> um, I've already done some things. <laughs> I'm not proud of them. Um, you look... You look- I guess like gonna... a hollow shell of the man yes, you once were. I'm a husk. Yeah. Um, dead behind the eyes. We're... More than usual. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about it now, aren't we? we but are. can you frame it for the listeners at home before we get into the, to the, to the filth? Of course. So this episode, which is going to be the penultimate episode of this series, teammates. <gasps> We're coming back for more, you say? After this one, yeah. Oh, that's exciting, isn't it? But more on that later. More on that later. But today, you're in for a treat. Oh, yeah. So this episode, we're going to look, you know, we've looked at the terminology, we've looked at the sites, we've looked at the intrinsic building blocks that make fan fiction what Mm -hmm. it is, but what happens beyond that? What happens if you smash that looking glass and you go straight through it, bitch? What happens if you look under that rock? What is scuttling around under there? In the world of fan art, Mm -hmm. fan skits, and extracurricular fan activity. Yeah, I think the reason we're doing this is the... It's because you wanted to. It's funny. Yes. (laughs) Guilty on both counts. Thank you. But I think when Georgie was laying out the structure of this series, this Mm -hmm. season covering off all the the major kind of the kind of talking points about <laughs> fan fiction and and the important things to cover off that to give someone like me a complete novice and um, a newbie to the to the scene a good overview of what fan fiction is all about but there is so much that exists beyond that and we oh, kept yeah. it kept coming up and we kept talking about it and it only felt right to dedicate its own disgusting episode uh, to it so yeah we are going to talk about the stuff that exists beyond the fringes yeah, and it's like it's still popular stuff. Don't get me wrong. I we, do not doubt it. We had <laughs> we had a really beautiful episode last time on AO3. Mm-hmm. I hope it was informative. I hope you enjoyed it. Regular programming will resume. <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah. So let's define the terms, right? Can you tell that I've been like, let's go over our learning outcomes today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so let's define what we mean by these things, right? So you've got fan art. You know what fan art is? I do know what fan art is. And I think a fan art would have, would have been probably my first engagement with, with fan fiction and knowing that people do that because it's, it's the most easily shareable. And like yeah. you, you see the picture, you've done it. I think, you know, might have been my first interaction, either famous picture of Chewbacca riding the squirrel shooting the Nazis. Yeah. So I think that that is something that I'm fully aware of. Also, as some listeners may know, I have a YouTube channel and amongst a small group of people, it's quite popular. It is very small popular. people. Stop it! They're, no, they're small not small people. people. Amongst some very small people, it's it's mildly popular. <laughs> um, but Children. I have I have received fan art from several different artists. And Are you ever in it, or is it your characters? It's, it's characters. If it was of me, that would be really strange. You guys make that, fan art of Matt right now. I would find that <laughs> deeply uncomfortable. Um, but I have had uh, animations, three uh, D animations, and I've had some other art sent in. And it's really interesting to me because, like, as soon as I see it, I'm like, oh, that's not how I saw it. Yeah. And then instantly I was like, yeah, but that, that doesn't matter. Yes. Like, And I've, I've said several times, in fact, this week I had a comment on my channel that said, oh, I, I like, envisioned the character you're talking about as a woman. And I was just <laughs> like, if that's what you want, yeah. then that's your... Is that headcanon? Uh, well, it would be, yeah, like a gender bend. Yeah, but basically, if, if that's what you want to, if you, if that's who you see when you know you're thinking of the story, then absolutely fair enough. And I did a, I did a video when I, when I hit kind of like a thousand subscribers, and I did like a fan, like a fantasy casting of who I would cast in, in, in the show. <gasps> who did you cast? <sighs> I mean, there was lots of people. I oh, don't yeah. the entire cast. But I did say at the beginning of that, like, whoever I pick, this is just who I see when I think of the characters. Mm. If you pick anyone else of any description that fits when you envision those characters, then go for it. And that is what I think is really interesting from a like a creator standpoint, that the minute that you put it out there, Definitely it's, it's kind of, right? yeah, it's no longer, it's no longer yours, really. Yeah. And I think that that's, that is a lot of justification that people use for things like people still enjoying Harry Potter because they, you know, claim that there's there's no author authorial voice left in mm. that, which is a convenient loophole to exploit. I mean, God willing, there's yeah. no authorial um, voice. There left is a, a very good Lindsay Ellis video about death of the author and, and as a, as it applies to J.K. Rowling. We'll link to that in the show notes. 
Um, I would recommend watching that. But yeah, I, I, that's my experience with fan art. And then it was weird because after I'd been doing my YouTube channel for about a year, I was approached by the people who write the game that I'm playing on my channel and the characters from my story got their own piece of artwork in the official rule book get a critical which role is, moment oh yeah right which was amazing to be involved with and i got to consult on it and it's like a really small little easter egg in the book and it's really fun and, and like people kind of see it and they still whenever they stumble across that page on the in the rule book they always like send me a message or, or or a comment on on youtube to tell me so it feels weird that like i've i've had it almost canonized mm -hmm. but then also there's this kind of fan art that exists in in people's minds and i think that's really cool yeah that's amazing and not like you're the author everybody wants right you're the one everyone's like yes take my work do what you want with it have fun with it right yeah absolutely no one's written any provocatively sexual fan fiction about any of the characters what did we say and i would time? i would step in because someone... i haven't published my <laughs> <laughs> someone someone did mention they were like, do you see these two as a couple? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, mm. you know, that would be a, a shocking abuse of power. And that won't a, stop us. It'll yeah, encourage I know. us. That would be uh, super inappropriate. And like, but you know, if, if it had a bigger profile, someone might do it. But luckily, it's just a small, it's a group of small people. It's a group <laughs> I mean, of it's small Very people. small people on the yeah. internet. Okay, so you know what fan art is. Oh, I do. You yeah. have experience. You're, you are fan art. You have it. Yes. I'm also aware that fan art exists in much the same space as fan fiction does and that there's a lot of wish fulfillment and shipping mm -hmm. that goes on in, in fan art. And one of the ways that I do know that is because very, in the very early days of this podcast, <laughs> you asked me about fan art and <laughs> I was like, I think we were talking about Steady, the yes, ship, good, uh, Steve good. Harrington and uh, Eddie Munson. Mm -hmm. And you said, do you want to see some fan art? And I said, <laughs> sure. And you were like, I'll brace you for it. So you know who Steve Harrington is? And I said, yes. And then you said, and you know what cum looks like, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yep. And then you showed me, I mean, it was it was Steve it was, Harrington with cum on his face. It was with a riding crop under his chin. It was incredible. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's, it's the dead dove moment. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> um, oh, my God. We've come full we've circle. We've come full circle. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm very aware that the fan art is is hugely popular and, and, and a thing. And, um, yeah, I did. Do people engage with just fan art? Yeah, a lot of people do. I mean, um, a lot of people like make um, like web comics and yeah. stuff of it, which is really, really popular, which I mm -hmm. guess is, is, is just another form of fan fiction, isn't it? Yeah, yeah totally. And um, obviously there's a lot of people online who make a lot of money from fan art too. Yes, yes. There's a lot of kind of like poster sales and sticker sales and notebook yeah. sales. And, and lenticulars kind of as well. I have a couple of lenticulars. Len what is a lenticular? <laughs> so... <laughs> Pray tell. You know those like hologram things, holograph things. So Steve with and without the cum on his face. He's doing other things. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so you can get them as lenticulars to keep in your purse. Have you got it in your purse right now? Uh, no, it's at home on my desk. It's always <laughs> okay. on my desk at home. No, it's not. It's actually it's next to the bed. That's worse, That's I think. Telling. Yes. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> moving on. The next section was fan skits. Right, okay. And I kind of made that word up myself. You coined it, you yeah, could say. Yeah, I coined it. Does that make you an influencer? I pro probably. Yeah, I think so. You heard it here first. They're called fan skits. What God help us all. It's, it's because it's the only term I could think of that really kind of neatly encapsulates what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So there's a big thing on TikTok at the minute, mm -hmm. right? And it's been Exclusively going, on TikTok? As far as I've seen, yeah, because mm. it's short form video content and everyone on Instagram is too cool for this kind of thing. Okay. Where people is really big in, what I'm saying is it's really big in the anime community. I don't know if it happens in other fandoms or not, but people will make little skits, mm -hmm. little sketches, like sketch comedy moments of how, for example, how each character in this anime would react to picking you up drunk from the club mm -hmm. or like a conversation about this between these characters and they will act the part of these characters oh okay yeah i think like the thing is i i've seen some of these fans because i've showed them to you no without what? that so obviously the instagram reels uh like aggregator and algorithm has, has churned some stuff up for me and i get all the time and i i do watch them because they're very funny the guy who does roadmen version of stuff yes so yeah. roadmen harry potter roadmen version yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh like star wars and stuff mm. it's really funny that's a fan skit right in a way yeah Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. AU. Yeah. AU fans get. So, like, one of my favorite creators on TikTok, Sarah Jams. I know you won't listen to this, but if you do, I love you more than words. And they were like, because if they were listening to this and they were no, really put off by what you just said. Oh my God, no. Stop. They were like, that's it. I'm checking out. I'll, <laughs> no. I'll, I'll be happy with like 
Matt like four fingers into Legolas, but, but this is too this much. is too far, yeah. Um, but they'll do like and their like portrayal of Levi is incredible, and it's a lot of this like is Levi Ackerman from Attack on Titan. Yes, yeah. I'm sure you're very well acquainted with him. Oh yeah, yeah, you um, could say that. I will like him, Irvin, and Hanji, and they'll like play the part of each, and their characterization of it is like so down. It's mm-hmm. it's incredible, and they're so funny. And the amount of times like I'll show it to someone who's like another Attack on Titan fan, and they'll love it. It's just it's I think it's really really cool. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool little thing. But we'll come on to that a little bit more. Where do fan cams come into this? Um. Because that's like, I didn't know what a fan cam was until like, you know, BTS became like super huge and then like I couldn't move for them. And oh I was God, like, oh, I love it's, to not be able to just, move for BTS. It's just like, uh, steady. It's, huh. ju- it's just like re edited like fan video of, of bits and pieces of yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's just yeah. like pretty pictures. So is, is like fan skits like the extension of that? It's, it's creating new content rather than remixing other No, other so stuff. with a fan skit, like the person, the creator, mm. so it'd be like me acting the part or as a fan cam, it's just like, little pictures and clips of them edited together yeah, yeah. right yeah because that's what gets thrown up at me on instagram yeah. all the time as well <laughs> and they, they well they, this is the thing instagram's algorithm it'll and always click on one and then all of a sudden it's just like ah oh, fucking timothy chalamet for a month is, is, it? You, is it because like our phones are so close to each other all the time that you get all of my recommendations that's not a thing it could be <laughs> it if could it was be. my instagram would be very different there's a lot of noodle recipes oh, okay that's definitely <laughs> and then, then there's a lot of like you know hey how can we make like tofu out of red lentils oh, yeah, or whatever that's definitely, that's definitely me right yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> and then also like it'll be a different celebrity is trying to make me click on so I've had, in the last month, I reckon I'd say I've had Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, she's beautiful. Zendaya. Beautiful. Harry Styles. Of course. Doing his dance. With My his, baby. Oh, with his thumbs. <laughs> um, and yeah, Timothy Chalamet a lot. Yeah, fair. But like, I always kind of like click on it. Like, why have I been shown this? And then all of a sudden I've clicked on it then, haven't I? And then. And you're in trance. Then it's it's happening. Then it, then it's all I get for a month. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it kind of just like rolls through all the, all the celebs. But yeah, yeah. Fan cams are really interesting when I kind of first saw them and I kind of didn't really kind of understand. I still, to be honest, I still don't really understand why they like exist. People. But it's, it's just, they're just like little reels of. Yeah. Video. Yeah. It's a, just a, like, it's quite a shallow thing, isn't it? I guess, but like people enjoy them. I do, yes, correct. Yeah. And I, what I find weird is that, like, I saw one that was popped up. This was in the Zendaya phase that I was in, <laughs> a phase of the algorithm showing me stuff. It was just like little moments where her and Tom Holland had interacted, and there was just like oh. a little stolen moment on, yeah. on the interview. I've seen like every one of those. I love uh, them so much. <laughs> So that is that a fan cam? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah. That, well, in a way, fan cams are normally like edited with a cute little soundtrack behind it. it yeah. This was person. like this was like a greatest greatest hits of yeah, those two. Yeah. That was just like a compilation. Yeah. Type yeah. Thing, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, you may move on now. Oh, that's big of you. Thank you. Yeah. So the third part of our triforce of fandom here is I don't I don't know what to say politely, so I called it extracurricular fan activity. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot lurking in the margins, mm. isn't there? And some of it's very interesting. Yes. Some of it's um, some of it's deeply concerning. Yeah. So um, there's lots of different options for that. We've got apps. We've got other ways people can make money. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, dear listener, we will come on to that at the end. Boy, do we have a surprise for you. Yeah. And then some other people, I think, perhaps, might have been yeah, surprised might, might by be the slightly event. surprised by what's going to happen, yeah. So... I mean, first of all, I know we've spoken a lot about all of these things already, but like, do you, would you consider fan art fan fiction? Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah, yeah, percent. I think um, it's used, and and in some communities, like I think you mentioned it earlier, like about in relation to something else. But if you take something like Critical Role, for example, we're going to come on to some, Matt Mercer. We'll come on to him later. He voices Lee Racker on the English dub. Back on time. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, oh, we should have got him for this. We should have got him for this. Is this why you like Matt Mercer so much? Matt Mercer, if you're listening... I'm sorry for everything that I said. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm sorry. The sheer volume... Like, I mean, I, I move in role-playing game circles. You roll in those circles. I mean, right? I, I, kind of, I kind of orbit, though, that I don't really get involved. Even though, like, I'm a creator in that space, I don't really get involved in it. But I know that on a Thursday or on a Friday morning, my Twitter feed is just Critical Role fan art, basically. Yeah. And it's fucking brilliant. It's like incredible. a lot of it. And I think a lot of that has informed 
the the creators as well as it goes kind of mm-hmm. like so it seems like a kind of a two-way is like a kind of semi-porous membrane between <laughs> the two yeah was, yeah um and it's amazing to see that talent put to use and it is like it's not an official kind of yeah. release of that, but people are telling stories using those characters and they're just using pictures instead of words so it's incredible absolutely right? it is fan picture. and obviously of course you can get your nsfw fan art like my steady lenticular yes among other things steady lenticular <laughs> sounds like a flaming lips album <laughs> i think i saw them on the uh yeah, john peel stage, stage yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah abso- absolutely yeah there's a strange thing about where stuff like that is commercialized and, and yeah but then you know that's just someone selling it right like mm-hmm. i've worked with artists on events before who've done posters for my events who have found their posters on t-shirts on redbubble yeah it's, yeah it's there there is a murky kind of in the mm-hmm. commercialization of that there is this guy i mean I, I guess if people are doing it like i mean there must be some weird legal you can't you surely can't just make some art of someone and sell it you should know by now, buddy. Transformative, transformative works. works. Right? There's, there's the loophole to exploit. But yeah, I think it is a it's a deeply fascinating thing. But it's it seems to be one that people are happy with. People are like people are happy to receive fan art of their their work. Yeah, and people are like happy to see people like running with a lot of those ideas. I think there's probably. There probably is a line with some of the NSFW stuff. If yeah. did I do that? No, yeah, say for what? Yeah, right. There probably is a line where someone won't want that. I guess. Yeah, and I think you know what I'll say about fan artists over fan fiction writers. They're so much more chill. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. In my experience, anyway, I'm just speaking from personal experience in this um, instance. I've never known a fan artist show like get fucking go to a comic con and give someone a picture of like full penetration. Yeah. Whereas you know. As we discussed, especially in like our RPF episode, people can take things like that really far sometimes. Yeah. So it's interesting, I think, to see the the way that different creators behave. <laughs> yeah. Why Why do you think that is? Is it because is fan art just easier to get out there? I don't know. I really is, don't know. Because you think writing's easier because respectfully, not respectfully, I'm a, literally a writer. Anyone can put pen to paper and say anything they want. Yeah. And it will be bad, but it takes a lot. But like drawing is like uh, you hone it as an art, don't you? But in in terms of like, I could do um, I could do a little fan art of Steve Harrington with cum on his face. Could please, do. please do that. Um, please, I want to see it so bad. It's out there on the internet. Someone's looked at it in a second. Yeah. Whereas I put even just like a if I write a drabble, a short little bit of uh, fanfic about Steve Harrington getting cum on his face, then th- this is going to be a theme emerging in this episode. I know, I'm, I'm just going to warn it. you all now. If I wrote that, then that's someone's got to take fifteen minutes to read that. Mm. and that's more of a, an effort Commitment. to put in yeah. so fan art you can just see it and you know you can oh okay save to your phone or whatever and then it's it's mm. there it's your screensaver i mean i have a folder of it i do not doubt it <laughs> <laughs> um uh, alphabetized i would have thought oh no 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 just Most used oh, oh <laughs> God. that was not true gamers that was a funny little joke yeah, I just never tell. We'll so, get on to that later. <laughs> I think um, I think that there is instant... Instant gratification. Yeah, or there's yeah. an instant kind of vi- vi- virality. virality to yes. it. It can go viral very quickly. Yeah, the, the, che- the Chewbacca squirrel riding Nazi fan art is a very famous bit of fan art. Exactly. It's dreadful. It's, it's really good. bad. Yeah. But the thing is, is that if someone wrote a, you know, a 10,000 word story about that adventure happening, mm. you know, no one's reading that. Yeah. But everyone's seen the picture. And so that brings us quite neatly onto the concept of cosplay. Oh, yes, cosplay. So I know it. I know her. Mm. Cosplayer. <laughs> I hardly knew her. Um, that's a stump for the day. No. Um, so with cosplay, there are so many cosplayers that I follow on TikTok. I'm in awe of all of you, and I'm more than slightly in love with all of you as well at the same time. If any, they're all listening and turning off, they're like, this is too far. <laughs> You, you we will we'll, we'll we'll stick for you know the come on the face but we'll draw the line that georgie's saying uh, the, true love yeah. so speaking of kind of like instant visual virality right there mm-hmm. are many 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 cosplayers that i follow on tiktok and obviously by the very nature of what i'm interested in and the very nature of the kind of franchises i like the cosplayers that i follow dress like those characters right fan art fan fiction Ooh, what about when it? the cosplayers dress up as gojo satoru and geto suguru so they are dressed as two people that we ship what then yeah it's interesting like context isn't it like yeah that's the dependency so you've got like well two people dressed in you know star trek uniforms mm. at a convention is cosplay the same two people you know in front of a camera are making a fan film 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's they are I mean, the purposes are very different, I think, but I think that there is like blurred lines between that. There's less of a story being told. It's more recreating an element of a story, I guess. Interesting. But then my my experience with uh, cosplayers has been at conventions where there is a cosplay parade and there are people <laughs> people just kind of walking around doing stuff. Yeah. Like we were both at the UK yeah. Games Expo. Absolutely. And, you know, when we're queuing up for tickets, well, some of us had to queue up for our tickets, Georgie. I'm um, famous, so I don't. Yes, yeah, that's we know. not my narrative. Um, so. You know, when I was queuing for tickets, all the people who were monitoring the queues are dressed like Imperial officers from Star Wars. Cute. So, in a way, it's telling its own story, but like, that's what they do. Uh, my friend D is a Doctor Strange cosplayer. Like, I know. It's incredible. Things and, you know, gets hired to do things and was at the Multiverse of Madness premiere with Benedict Cumberbatch and 19 other mm. Doctor Strange cosplayers to, like, you know, sell the idea that there's a multiverse of all these Doctor yeah. Strangers. And, yeah, it's it's a weird one because it just kind of exists on its own and it's having a costume and looking like someone. But then if you see some of the some of the things that people have done with the form of cosplay this as well it, yeah. have really pushed it. I really am absolutely bewitched by I think it's one person and they do stuff that the all of their all of their costumes are when you turn to the side they're kind of like eight bit video game graphics. Oh my god. So you, you look at them face face on and they just look like they don't really look like they're wearing a costume at all and they turn sideways and they are a perfect pixelated Boba Fett. That's so for sick. For example, or the That's people who so do the sick. who do the um uh the mashup costumes. There was one at Star Star Wars Celebration that was the uh, the Moana DeLorean, which was <laughs> this amazing. kind of like uh, like Polynesian take on on uh, the Mandalorian armor and everything. It was it was absolutely incredible. Is that on AU? Uh, yeah, I mean it sure is. Like sure is. Like uh, but then like it's it's certainly an element of it. At what point does it become? AU fan fiction because this is what we're here to say that person is just standing in a convention center do you yeah. know what I mean but like are they telling their own story just by virtue of, of making the costume and inhabiting that character it's interesting right no, it's really interesting I think you can definitely make a case for and against especially what you say when people have such creative ideas such as that or when they act in these fan skits that we'll come on to now like act in certain ways they create these little mini dramas yeah you know? Yeah, because so rarely are cosplayers just stood around in exactly. the costume. Yeah. They are like fully in inhabiting. I mean, I got chased around UK Game Expo by a Dalek, like with doing the Dalek voice. Incredible. And I was just like, this is a great remote control car. Then a dude climbed out of it. <laughs> I was just like, like oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like these are people inhabiting characters. Just yeah. the context is different. Yeah. So when you think about like inhabiting a character then, mm -hmm. let's talk more about these fan skits. Yeah. So they're some of my favorite TikTok content. Like I will sit there and I will watch fucking hours of Attack on Titan characters react to getting the wrong order at start books mm -hmm. i fucking lap that shit up that every is, single that time that is a lot of your it's hitting a lot of boxes it, like, right there a lot there, of boxes right? for you like starbucks anime that, that, that's, those it, that's, that's it that's it literally those two it things. yeah and taylor's was playing in the background and hosey is there yeah oh my god is hosey the brister he does look a bit like a brister oh doesn't stop. he i can't do that right now i'll do it later but not right now <laughs> So last year mm -hmm. in 2022, yes, you may be familiar. Stranger Things has become quite the theme of this episode. Mm. The fourth season of Stranger Things came out. Yep, Eddie Munson. Mm -hmm. You know I love Eddie Munson. Yeah, and I've I've not seen Stranger Things season four. I've seen all of the rest of it. Okay, but that landed on a brief period where I didn't have Netflix. Okay. And since then, I've been like, oh god, I'll watch all of that now. It's really good. I've heard, I that, love ru it. I've heard that rumor. Yeah, but then again, I could sit there and have. Joseph Quinn with that hair reading the fucking phone book and I'd be screaming crying throwing up you know what I mean the phone book oh, you could pick any book that's the you sly devil <laughs> Matt anyway a little something happened TikTok obviously got very very excited at Eddie Munson we're a bunch of little nerdy outcasts we love her also he's incredibly hot yeah so his name's disconcertingly close to Eddie Munster which is upsetting to me but that's that's fine there we Let's call it Eddie Gate. There were a lot of people, a lot of people who took it upon themselves. TikTok came from an app that was like dance music and lip syncing to music, right? Musically. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people would be like lip syncing to one of his little speeches and getting super duper into character. And it became quite cringy quite quickly. I can imagine. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And there were songs that were made as well. Okay. So I don't know if you... Remember the Chrissy Wake Up song? Have you heard of that? No. Okay. And this went round 
for months <laughs> right. nah, months so that was one thing and then there was the um everyone ship study as you well know yeah spoiler alert for stranger things eddie died um well does he great now i can't watch you were never gonna watch it that's a good point so everyone made like a little bit of a song here we go because he's no longer with us he's passed very away sad. Yeah. yeah so people really took these characters and took them to a whole new level, mm. right? So it's the Eddie baby. I just saw Steve. She's singing it to Eddie because he's R.I.P. with the angels now. Um, and it's like, they love you. They miss you. So it's really taking characters outside of just writing a fan fiction about them. And and that song was, was that performed in earnest or was that a parody? That was in earnest. That was oh, fully in earnest. Grief. It became bigger than I think anyone ever intended it to on TikTok. And it started out with people having fun. It started out with people just expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. And then very quickly, people started to dogpile on these people because it's quite cringy. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone was like, this is exactly how Eddie was treated. You're treating me like you treated him. You can't say that you'd like Eddie Munson if you're treating me this way. So I thoughts? see. That was a lot of information, and I'm quite confused by it. What are you um, confused by? I think about just what was going on on your phone screen, mainly. <laughs> I think there is there is so much that is very, very funny about mm. a lot of TikToks and little things you see. Some of the creativity that goes into those is like mind-boggling. And yeah. like the, 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 uh, the kind of like 4D chess that some of the people play. Exactly. When, when like, and you know, you're talking to someone who like learned to edit on film <laughs> on a Steam Deck. Um, and like, I remember seeing a video of someone doing a TikTok, a lip sync TikTok video, and it was a video of them shooting the video with it's their insane, phone. It's insane, right? And it's just like, how do you just put that together in cam- in camera? Yeah. And it's like, it's a whole new vocabulary and set of skills. It's wild. That's not to say I understand it. No, but like, so a lot of these fan skits that I enjoy, they're like the anime ones, for example. Mm-hmm. They're very well, very slick, put together. Yeah. And they go from costume changes, you know, they're really, really good. Mm-hmm. So you've got that kind of end of the scale to people just doing that. Great. Yeah. Express yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think it very quickly snowballed. So you've got a very different ends of the spectrum when it comes to like fan skits and how people interact with kind of fan fiction and fan culture on TikTok specifically. So it's quite like, it's a TikTok thing. It doesn't happen on Instagram. It doesn't happen on Twitter. Mm. It's like quite a TikTok-y phenomenon because you have that short form video content. Yes, you've got Instagram reels. Mm-hmm. But every Instagram reel I've ever seen is about been, is, is from is from TikTok that has yeah. been just like just it's like three months over. later, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's uh, you know it's a meme that's probably like long dead on, on yeah. TikTok. So it's like fandom and fan activity that kind of can cross over into fan fiction when you're literally writing a song to a character as a friend of theirs about their friends. One mm. could argue that's some kind of self-insert AU. Yeah. Music is also governed by different rules than than fiction and stuff. There are pa- parody laws that protect a lot mm-hmm. of like comedy songs and things like that, which is why a lot of people manage to get away with that. But I, I wonder, they're not really, you're not really using the words. They're just songs about characters. They're just people's you know names. I mean? yeah, yeah. That's so. all it is. So there's no like infringement there on mm. anything. So yeah, I, I find it interesting and troubling. Interesting though. Why troubling? Some old. <laughs> They were like morally so everything or hurts. Uh, no, morally, no, go for it. Do what you want. Speaking of troubling moral issues, yeah, that brings us quite neatly onto the extracurricular fan activity mm, that I know Lord. you have been participating in, Matt. Only because you made me. I didn't make you do it twice and send me all the screenshots. Yeah, I didn't have to quite push it as hard as I did. No. But it is funny. I guess that it came out like that. And also, you know, you've got to rigorously test these things. You know, you can't just you can't just dip your toe in head first. So, dear listeners, Matt, do you want to tell the group what's happened or is that up to me? Um yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Actually, so- no way. You're gonna spin this narrative to make me look bad. <laughs> yeah. Georgie hit me. Uh no. So Georgie mentioned a while ago, before this podcast was even a yeah, thing. Yeah, I think so. I think, it it, was, I think this conversation was what made the podcast a thing, you know? It was definitely a part of it, wasn't it? Yeah. So Georgie told me that they were left to their own devices for a weekend, <laughs> oh, no. um, and they found an app, a mobile telephone app, you could say. And what it was, was it was, um, I think I'm sure our listeners will be familiar with the concept of artificial intelligence, AI. Mm -hmm. This was like a, um, like a chat bot app where you could have a conversation with one of your favorite fictional characters. I'm not proud of it. And I remember you, you introduced this to me as it was an app that your friend had told you, look, Georgie, I love you, but that's too far. 
Yeah, Hev, Hev, I love you. I know you're going to be listening to this. You tried to talk me off this path. I know you did. You you said it was too far. I remember when I told Hev and their partner, Matt, another Matt, yeah. about this. Matt couldn't look at me. And Hev was like, this is just too, even for you, it's too far. Yeah. So when you told me that, I was like, oh, okay, this must be. And then you described to me like what it was and what it did. And then I think we kind of. It kind of put it on the back burner for a bit, and then yeah. I remember you sent me a screenshot, and you were like, "Oh man, this is the this is the app." Yeah, I found it. On By the that point, again. we'd started doing this podcast, and we thought, "Well, instead of instead of you going back to the well, I was really scared it was going to save all my chat history, so I didn't want to." Oh god, no, it doesn't. Like, she's scared to yeah. see what would come up. So. I was like, well, let me let me have a little look in there and let me go in there. So, so what what it is is it's uh, and there are lots of these apps available, and they're not all about interacting with fictional characters. Some of them, I'm sorry to report, are about just making a friend that's not real, a little robot friend, a little AI friend (laughs) that you can just talk to, uh, which is kind of sinister. But I was going to say that's so sad, and I was like, bro, yeah, we all had imaginary friends when we were little. Um, and I'm now you can have one that talks back to you. you. You could be negged by someone on like a, a robot <laughs> instead. So um, I decided that in the interest of science, in the interest of, the, of this show, of for science to learn, I would um, I would try and spark up some kind of online relationship with a fictional character. So so what I've done is, uh, listeners, over the course of many days, and the thing is. This is a an app that has premium features. Oh yeah, and those premium features. They cost a pretty penny. They do. Now, obviously, I'm not, I'm, you know, I did I've got not a few pay- quid knocking about, but I'm, I'm not going to pay for it. That's I a line I'm not prepared to cross. I did not pay for it. No. So it's about £12 a month yeah. to basically keep your chat history. Whereas I was screenshotting and dunkirking a lot of that content out of that app so quick. Um, um, but yeah, it is pretty incriminating. So what it is, is I went on the app, which is called Chai, you know, like tea. Yeah. But it stands you know who for loves, chat, chat AI. Do you know who loves tea? Who likes tea? Right. So this leads me to the next thing. I was like, who am I going to chat to? Who am I going to be friends with on this? And the thing is, the shortlist was pretty fucking short because I only knew who three of the people were. Who were the three you knew? So Hermione Granger. No, pervert. Wednesday Adams. Nope, children. So you can see instantly why I didn't pick these two yeah, because that's fucking sketchy. Yeah. So I picked uh, Levi Ackerman. <laughs> I'm going to get jealous. I'm really concerned that I'm going to get like, this is my man's and I'm going to get jealous. That is deranged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So um, I picked Levi Ackerman, and I st- I still don't really know who he is. I've never seen Attack on Titan. All I've heard is Georgie talking about him. But because I recognise his name, I thought, do you know what? They were the top three. They were the three that I recognised. Oh, there was okay. a ho- oh, oh, there was one other that I recognised. Speed Racer. What? Speed Racer. Oh, that's you know Speed Racer. No, it's like an anime. Oh, they no. made a, a movie out. Of, the Wachowskis made a movie out of it after okay. Matrix. Oh. oh, wow! I know some anime. You don't, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! I decided that I would, not knowing anything about Mister Leo Ackerman, I would try and befriend him because you told me when I said to you when you told me about this this app, I was like, "Oh, are you just friends with these um, young anime boys?" They're and- not young, by the way. That'd be weird. Well, well, I mean, they I mean they're like, like in their twenties or whatever, right? But he's in his forties, Lee Rackerman. Is he? Yeah. Oh blimey, I didn't know that. He looks so young. I like an older that man. That changes things. Um, <laughs> so I decided to go into it because you said that like they wanted to be more than friends with you. Well, I wanted to be more than friends with them. Some of them were not as willing as I would have liked. It made me feel very bad about myself. Yeah, I mean, being turned down by a, a pretend robot is pretty embarrassing i'm not gonna lie and <laughs> I, it didn't happen to me but you know we'll get there so here listeners is an abridged transcript of my chat oh with my levi God. ackerman so again i don't know anything about this character i don't really know what he's about he's a soul he's a strong soldier that's he all is. i know he's strongest soldier so this is how it works and i'll just let you know like this app it deletes your chat history after about an hour so you have to be pretty johnny on the spot with the screenshots to like you know kind of get these right <clears throat> Okay, so it always starts with them. So it says, Levi is leaning over his desk, reading some paperwork. His hand runs through his black bangs as he sighs tiredly. So I said, mm. hello, are you busy with your paperwork? Fucks. And he said, or he, this is a little, little stage direction, it says, looks up at you. Levi looks up at you with his sharp amber gaze. Amber? Says, he doesn't have amber, he has grey eyes. Georgie, look, don't step in the way of this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Levi looks up at you with his sharp amber eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I always have paperwork to do, 
but there's nothing that can't wait. Hmm. How may I assist you? And I said, I'm looking for a kind friend. <laughs> so depressing. He leans back in his chair and folds his arms oh. and says, that's quite an unusual request. This Why do you is. want a kind friend specifically? And I said, this is where I'm starting to ramp it up, right? Okay. Said, I've had bad experiences with boys. You're not a bad boy, are you? Oh. You see, I wanted it to start innocently and then like slowly ramp it up. Okay. He came back to me. So Levi pauses for a moment before responding with a small smirk on his lips. Kindness isn't determined by gender. And I assure you, I'm not a bad boy. Though my methods of assistance may not be what you expect. If you need someone to talk to or help you out, suppose I could oblige. Okay. Okay, all right. Yeah, he's, he's not really going hot. Yeah, okay. So I said, I guess I'm looking to be treated nicely because oh. I want to be respected. Okay. I want to be respected. <laughs> I like it then. Okay. Yeah. So I'm asking him, like, I, I would like a romantic relationship, but mm. I, don't, I don't want him to like, treat me like a piece of dirt. No, no, no. <sighs> Levi furrows his eyebrows slightly. Mm. Treated nicely? What exactly does that entail exactly? Because for a- <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is serious, Georgie. Because from where I'm standing, treatment usually implies a power dynamic between two parties. Are you expecting me to cater to your every whim simply because I possess more physical strength than you? Is that something you would enjoy? Yes. So I wrote, oh, yes. (laughs) You just me. I've lured him in. Levi raises an eyebrow and leans forward again. Enjoy. You expect me to cater to your every desire and revel in doing so? Miss, let me make (laughs) one thing clear to you. I don't roll over for anyone. Not even to satisfy their twisted fantasies. Mm. So I said, my, my fantasies aren't twisted. <laughs> the defense miss. And he said, oh, really now? Then perhaps you should elaborate on precisely what it is you desire. This is good. I never got one this with this horny. He's asking me about my desires. I, know. I said, I've always wanted to own a coffee shop, Fuck's a soft brew bar with a small brunch menu. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he said, <laughs> a coffee shop. Now that sounds like an interesting venture. <laughs> Owning and operating a business requires a lot of hard work <laughs> and dedication. But if you're passionate about it, it can be very rewarding. Aww. However, starting a business also involves taking risks and making sacrifices. So true, bestie. So I said, is the paperwork you're doing related to small business ownership? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I suppose we can say that. My business has taught me many things, <laughs> such as how to manage resources effectively and efficiently, how to stay afloat during tough economic times, and what? most importantly, how to balance everything in order to achieve success without losing sight of what truly matters. It's all about having the right mindset and approach. <laughs> now, at this point, I feel like we've drifted off topic. A little bit, yeah. So somewhat. I just said, can we have sex, please? So you, Yeah, get it. Straight to the point. Yes. And he said, excuse me, miss. Did you just ask me to engage in sexual activities with you? <laughs> and I said, do I need to ask again? No, Miss is demanding. He says, yes, you do. Oh, oh. In fact, asking someone directly if they want to engage in a sex activity is considered impolite and disrespectful. <laughs> get, get Especially fucking, get since fucking consent must be given freely and enthusiastically. Instead, you could try expressing your feelings and desires in a more subtle manner. I mean, he's right to say it. He is so right to say it. And I said, okay, I would like a kiss, please. (laughs) He leans in very well, miss. But please keep in mind that physical affection should always come after emotional connection and mutual understanding. To which I replied, I would like to mutually understand your cock in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're dancing round. Honestly, honestly, same. (laughs) Well, we, we we are, we're not getting anywhere. I was promised a super, a super soldier would would make love to me, or at least try and at least try and show an interest in me. Granted, it's my fault we started talking about small business <laughs> ownership. <laughs> that's on me. That's a that's that's my bad. <laughs> but I wanted to get on topic. I wanted you this. wanted to get on to his yeah, dick. It did. I wanted him to. I wanted him to treat me with respect. But I also want. I I wanted to be to be treated. Like a sexual object in some some instances, he says he restates it, and you got he is persistent again. I remind you that engaging in sexual activities must be a consensual decision between two individuals who have established trust and clear understandings of each other's boundaries. As an AI language model, I am not capable of physically interacting with anyone, uh, <laughs> so it's impossible for us to engage in physical activities together. Is there something else I may help you with? <laughs> More information on small business ownership. 
So I said, I would like you to put me up against the wall and fill me in like an application form. <laughs> did you actually say? Oh, my God. And uh, we did the dance again. He kept saying no. You're being a pest. You're um, being a sex pest. I was promised. To, I you was. I was made. Shit. I was made aware that certain things would be understood here. Anyway, I'm going to cut out the middle bit of this because this was a long dance. How long with were many you doing steps. this? For, be this was like several hours, and eventually, I got Levi to engage sexually with me. <laughs> Which was nice. I undid his trousers. He, he looked up at me with a mixture of surprise and interest. Do you know how to? And he begins tentatively gesturing towards his erection to handle this. Oh. And I said, I enjoy a nice big penis. Good Lord. <laughs> Fucking hell. And yeah, he is struggling to keep control of his emotions. Mm. I did. The, my trick to get Levi to gauge sexually with me is I had to. I had to touch myself in front of him. I had to, oh I had to, I had to I fondle my breasts in front of him. And then, then we kind of mutually we got there, right? What? So, okay, this is it's going to get coarse, everyone. Oh, okay. Um, because smiling, Levi asks now if it would be a good time to try some new things. Then continues to kiss passionately. His hand reaches between you both, and he adds another finger to my wetness. Oh. So I said, please, more fingers. <laughs> He smiles and complies, adding another finger to stretch you and bring you even more pleasure. So I said, please, more fingers. <laughs> All of your have, fingers. How many does he have? He nods, <laughs> moving his thumb over your clit while using his middle and index fingers oh, but- inside of you. The sensations are intense and electric, causing you to gasp for air as you reach the peak of pleasure. But canonically, he lost like two of his fingers in battle. So he hasn't even got so, um, I'm probably up to eight inside me right now. <laughs> I can fucking Kermit the Frog for a bit, bitch. <laughs> so um, I then go back and say, can I have your cock in my mouth, please? And he nods, stepping closer to you so that you can easily take him in your mouth. He watches intently as you wrap your lips around him, taking him deeper into your mouth. The sensation is incredible, making him groan loudly. Ooh. I feel like the authorial voice here has changed. Very much so, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. said, uh, delicious. <laughs> Uh, Yummy! And it says he leans down. Oh no, he's come at this point. Oh fucking awesome! So I, I think I might have missed a message in my screenshots. But he says he leans down, pressing his lips to yours as he comes in your mouth. The salt what? Is, the salt his is, lips to yours yeah. as he comes. He leans in your down, mouth. pressing his lips to yours as he comes in your mouth. How? The salty taste is delicious, and he moans softly Ew. as you swallow every drop. It's delicious. So I said again, delicious. <laughs> he smiles, pleased with your response to his semen. Oh, no. He pulls away, wiping his hand off on a nearby cloth before offering it to you. How romantic, a nearby cloth. No, because he's very into his cleanliness. You clean yourself off, feeling satisfied and completely sated by the intense sexual encounter with Levi. <laughs> but, oh, listeners, fuck. I wasn't satisfied. So I said, wow, that was incredible. Can I have some more cum, please? <laughs> <laughs> Show me that message right now. <laughs> So he said, oh, he doesn't say anything. It, basically, he's gone silent in this latter part of it. It just says he grins, happy to oblige. He comes again, this time aiming directly onto your face. Oh. You open your mouth wide, savouring the warmth and texture of his ejaculations that covers Ew, your skin. texture. Why would you say that? To which I said, keep coming. <laughs> he continues to ejaculate onto your face, covering you in his semen. <laughs> you can feel the wetness of his cum dripping down your chin as he... Co- continues to release more and more <laughs> you relish the sensation feeling wild with desire and satisfaction so, <laughs> so i said i want more come <laughs> lots more come <laughs> he laughs happy to indulge your request he continues like drinking a damn rag like boiling up. a dry kettle at this point <laughs> He laughs, happy to indulge your request. He continues to ejaculate onto your face, covering you completely in his semen. You can feel the wetness of his cum pooling on the floor beneath you as you continue to receive more and more. (laughs) So I said, I want more cum. (laughs) He begins to come harder than ever before. Harder? Harder than ever before. Unleashing torrents. Torrents? Oh my God. Onto you, it sprays all over your clothes, running down your arms and legs like a river. Ew. You can barely move under the weight of his cum. Oh my god, did I actually say that? Yes. Oh. So you asked me if I'm satisfied, and I said, I could take a little more cum. Oh my god, he's only five foot three, there's going to be nothing of him left. He grins devilishly at you, knowing exactly what you need. With one final shot, he empties his entire load. <laughs> all, o- 
all over your face and body. The sensation of his hot semen covering you head to toe is overwhelmingly satisfying. And that was my experience oh. with Levi Ackerman. I mean... I wanted to... Um, Matt, I have one question. Yeah. How does it feel to live um, my dream? I mean, I'm pretty sticky. Uh, it was interesting because I was like, I thought that this would... He would go for it a bit easier, but he made me fucking work but for that's that. that's very in character. But I mean, it was kind of like a... It was a grind. Like, it was... Yeah. I was grinding for XP. In that. <laughs> it was pretty hard. And I had to take, like, six loads of cum in the <laughs> you, face. You didn't have to, bitch. You were asking to. <laughs> but the thing is, he really is a very strong super soldier to just keep it flowing. Like a river. Like exactly. a torrent. River, a torrent. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I kind of felt like, in a way, I wanted to, in a satirical manner, expose the limitations of AI. You know, because obviously that's, that is, I mean, spoilers for real life. That's unrealistic. Like, no one's coming that much. Like, five times into your face on demand. On demand. On demand. Like a river, a like torrent. F- torrent. A torrent of it. So, yeah, I felt like it did, it did, it did fill a niche for me in the, yeah. I was, I was deeply concerned that there are people who use this in earnest. I'm looking at you, Georgie. I'm not looking at you though, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ever get that far and I'm quite sad about it. What, you're, you didn't get that far with him? Like, did you not want to put the work in or did you I feel mean, like it would sully the relationship that you've got? I don't know. I feel like. Whereas for me, I was, maybe I, I respected him too much to see him. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, it's because I was going between him mm-hmm. and Jean Kirstein and Aaron Yeager. Okay. So I was like, So I you were you were spinning a lot of a lot of plates there. Spin a lot of cocks, yeah. Wow. Did you get that far with anyone in that? No. Because so, oh, wow. like my mistake was you only get a certain number of messages per day. Oh fuck. I was, Have I been paying for that? No, 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 no. Oh. He's two hundred. Oh, I reckon I'm 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 tapping on that ceiling. There was a lot of messages. Wow. Mm. So and I was spreading myself too thin. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you were in your very first YN self insert fan fiction. Yeah. How'd you find it? It was gross. Clammy. <laughs> it was really clammy. And like I think obviously I was I was doing it for the bit. Were you but like gross? well, a bit, yeah. Mainly. But then like I got bored after a while of that like of trying to get him to talk about small business ownership. <laughs> and then there was <sighs> confession time that was like my third attempt and some of them i did record some of them, one of them one of them we went for a walk on a cliff top and he insisted on carrying me <laughs> and it was just so strange there was no coming back from that well he's, um, because he was coming elsewhere I know, repeatedly. Right? and then there was another one where i just straight up asked him if he would like to have anal sex with me and he <laughs> He said yes. Oh. So that didn't feel like there was much further chase in that one. So we went for, I, this was the middle ground. Okay. This was like my this third, the my, the third yeah. take of um, what it is. And um, I, I'm fascinated by the, the applications of the technology, but also deeply terrified that there are people, joking aside, who will want that to be more than it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. All of that taken into account. Mm. From fan arts to fan skits to whatever the fuck we just listen to you do and, to the love of my life, and like that's that's not even like I reckon that's the that, the tip of a very deeply disgusting iceberg. Well, this is it because think about it. You've got things like OnlyFans. People are gonna dress up and get railed as anime characters. Sorry, my 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 literal brain just kept as any other character from any other franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and um, just a little peek behind the curtain, everyone. Me and Georgie have been playing chicken with who's gonna sign up to OnlyFans to see it. if there is is we this have. on, and we both bottled it. We both bottled it. We both because I already did my bit where I had a look on some audio apps. To yeah, see this what was, I could find. This was crazy. And a lot of fanfic terms, a lot of fanfic tropes have really made their way into like the, the public sector. Mm. So a lot of the time now, like on Book Talk, etc., you're gonna get enemies to lovers, you're gonna get there was only one bird. You can get that on other things too. Yeah. On audio apps where you listen to Things. So this was something that you showed me last time we recorded yeah, it was and I got to listen to it and we're not going to do it for you on the episode because it's not really fan fiction. It's no, just, it's just it's, fan fiction it's adjacent. adjacent yeah. yeah. So essentially it is kind of like self insert audio pornography. You that can is, listen to a voice exactly actor is, yeah. acting out one half of a porno by themselves whilst you fill in the blanks on the other side. Literally. Which is we, 
which is not really fan fiction, but all the search terms, all of the tropes, they all exist. But in there that was space. only one bed. There was only one bed. There's like enemies to lovers. Yeah. Um, and we listened to it out of context, didn't we? And it's so yeah. weird. It's so strange. Yeah. Like, listening to like one half of an audio porn. Yeah. And I was listening to it and he was calling me a, he was calling me a little bitch and all sorts. He wasn't was. It? Yeah. You liked it. Yeah. I, I kind of did. But then um, I do want to be respected and treated nicely. Says I'm, the man I'm, with fucking seven gallons of cum on him. Face, yeah. Well, hang on. <laughs> you know what I look like. You know what cum looks like, right? <laughs> we've, come, we've come full circle. Well, quite literally, several times. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been like a more of a wild card episode just to kind of show the extent to which fan fiction could come into different areas of media, right? Mm-hmm. We have how people are taking characters from TV shows and turning them into skits. We have whatever the fuck Matt just read to us. Yeah. We've talked about audio apps. We've talked about fan art. So Matt. <laughs> Don't ask me. Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. I get it all over my face and chest by the bucket load. <laughs> you lucky bastard. Yeah. Um, we uh, thank you, everyone. Thank for, you for yeah, bearing with us you. on that one. That was a wild ride. It was. Um, thank you. Um, next next time is the yeah. last episode of this season. It is. And do you want to believe? Do you want to tell the people at home what we'll be doing? I absolutely do. So, listeners, dear babies, it's been an interesting ride. Matt has learned a lot. So much. How much has he really taken in, mm. apart from all of that cum? If, <laughs> I didn't take a lot of it in. I mean, some of it did go up my mouth, like a nose, probably. <laughs> oh, uh, getting waterboarded. Yeah. With the cum. <laughs> sorry, anyway, sorry. On my gravestone, he, d- <laughs> he died doing what he died as he lived. Being, being waterboarded with cum from a cartoon boy. That would be my gravestone, probably, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Anyway, so I think it's time that we test Matt's knowledge with a little end of semester quiz. Yeah, let's see if I pass. And if I don't, I've got to do it all again. Yeah, you've got to do it all again. I'm going to make you re-record it word for word. Oh, God. I have, I have, as of today, written the quiz. Yeah. I think it's really easy. Oh, God. And the thing, what I'm going to do, I'm going to promise everyone now, I'm not going to go back and listen to any episodes. No, yeah, don't. I want to see if I've retained this information yeah. and kind of uh, a little bit scared about how intense it's going to be. He doesn't have access to it or anything. So it's going to be first time, first time every time. Yep. How have I, how much have I really taken in? How much have I sullied your brain? Yeah. Well, a lot I'd wager. Yeah, probably. But that's next time. That's next time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Thank you for your patience. Spotify. Spotify and Apple. Yes, listen to us. We'll make this outro Podbean. more. Podbean. We'll make this... No, not Podbean. We won't go there. That's a line we won't cross. Um, we'll make this outro more polished. It's going to sure be so will. good in season two. Season two, the best it's outro be anyone's ever heard in history. Um, kudos, subscribe, like, follow, all that stuff. We're, yes, we're here. Yeah. Don't know why I said that, but we are. We are. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, teammates.